heard a lot about you. Said you were beautiful. <laughs> and good. Being good at this kind of work is not very beautiful. What are you doing? Testing you. The way you tested me. Do they trust you? I'm very good at pretending, Max. They're watching us. Now kiss me. What are our odds? I'm surviving. 64 against. Hello and welcome to latest edition of Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And this week we are here to discuss Allied, the new film with Brad Pitt and Marianne Cotillard, which we both saw recently. It's hard to know how to talk about this without giving too much away, but I think nearly everything's in the trailer. Did you see the trailer? I didn't see the trailer, no. All right. Well, the trailer has, I will say, like the summary that I've seen online and the trailer itself, uh, so we can get away with saying that, is that the plot centres around... Brad Pitt is a pilot in World War Two who um, makes his way to Casablanca, which is a very significant name, and teams up with local um, rebel leader Marion Cotillard and they assassinate a general and then they fall in love and he brings her back to Britain where he's based. They get married and then his superiors tell them they think she's a spy. And that's what the film is about. And that's what's in all the trailers, that's what's in all the summaries problem I had with that was it took nearly an hour to get that far and which and all that went up to that point was great entertainment in itself but I knew it all and that was annoying the hell out of me when I was watching it did I you know that no I didn't know um like the thing is uh, when we were deciding what film to watch me and Mr. Marina Gorski I had <laughs> to read the summary for him and even as I was reading it I got confused so I was like oh it's just about World War Two, which is enough for me. Yeah, to go in. So I didn't know about the spy thing or whatever. So it did come as a surprise, but yeah, it was a very long film, and you. The worst thing is you were conscious of it. Of the length. Yeah. Okay. I didn't feel that so much again because I knew once it got to that point, I was just waiting for it to get to that point, and then once it got to that point, it felt a bit rushed after that because that to me was supposed to be the start of the film, the premise of the film, and then suddenly everything started happening at once, and then it's over. Yeah. Um, did you like it? Yes and no. This is what right. I'm coming to. Because I knew, that if I had gone in not knowing that, I might have liked it more. Because it would just been, like, I love this type of film. Mm. I love a World War Two film. Um, I thought the action scenes were very well done. The whole assassination, the whole plan, the plotting and everything that went behind it and so on. I thought it was all very entertaining. This is just the sort of thing I like. But as I said, all of it just felt, yeah, we have to get this through this before we get to the main plot, which is, is she a spy or is she not? And by then, I was hooked in on the way it was being done, but I was just annoyed that I knew so much about it. But that's where it really fell over with me at that point, because I just said, this is utterly ludicrous that she might be a spy and they're telling him, his superiors tell him, we think your wife is a spy. We want you to help us catch her. Yeah. And, then, no and then saying to him... And if you know that she is or whatever and you try to run away, you'll both be killed. Yeah. And if you don't kill her, once you do find out if she is or if she's not, like if she's, if she is, yeah. you have to kill her. Like it's just. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense. Well, because, yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I do agree. No, yeah. well, and they do it so formally and coldly. So yeah. You must do this. This is your duty. And yeah, as you said, if, they, if, she, if she is a spy, he finds out he is obliged to kill her. And if he doesn't, he'll be hanged. What? Yeah. That's nonsense. That would just 
never happened. And it made no sense on that base of because there was no reason for him for for them to tell him. Like yeah. if they wanted the whole reason they they he they want him to investigate her, and I was saying that that just wasn't logical because they could easily do it themselves. Like they set a trap for her, he sets the trap on their instructions, but they didn't need him to do that. Yeah. So. That was my fatal flaw with the film. But you didn't like it at all, I get the impression. No, no, I did like it. I actually thought it was entertaining and all. But I just think, like, Brad Pitt was bland. Okay, I there's a lot of criticism of him. I thought he was okay. Yeah, but that's the thing. He was okay. Right. Like, normally his films are good. Normally it, he's very good. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I was even thinking that while I was watching it. I thought I, I was reminded of how I, how good I think he is, that he's underrated. And I thought he was, as I said, fine, okay in this. Not that bland. I didn't uh, mind. I thought he was a bit... Mm. I think the the centre of attention was Marianne Cotillard well, yes, anyway. It's her film. Um, but still, I don't know. And I think that their relationship wasn't... It was a bit distant. You didn't feel any chemistry in them? I mean, there was chemistry, but I think we as um, spectators were a bit distant from them. You weren't okay. as connected to them as I think the film <coughs> wanted you to be. So that when it comes to is she or is she not, you know, you'd feel that um, tension okay. and you feel that, you know, um, e- excitement and trying to find out or whatever. I didn't feel that at all. Right. I think yeah. it's a great story, but I just think that um, the audience and the characters, that like there was a, a bit of a distance between them. I don't know. I don't know why. I just felt like I wasn't in the story as much. I was always conscious that I was watching a film. Okay. And of well, the length and like it was very It's only two hours. Like it's un- well just over two hours I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but the thing is there were loads of films um during the year that were very, very long and you didn't notice that they were Yeah. Oh no, I agree with that. I didn't feel it now being particularly long that way. Uh but as I said I was just waiting for I felt rushed at the end because this is what I thought the story of the film was. And it's really half the story. There's no real clear definition of what the story is. Right. The story is, is initially to do with them getting together, their mission over there and so on. And then it's all about whether she's a spy or not. Just seems to be another plot. Mm. A second story in the one film. Yeah. I did really like the Moroccan scenes. Yes. I thought, I that's thought, I thought the first half was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was beautifully done. I was actually thinking that in your terms. How did you like the cinematography of it? I think overall? it was all very, overall, very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Very like sophisticated kind of that air of elegance throughout the film you know the whole I don't know it it just felt that way and it was very nice it was very beautiful and all that it just the only problems I had were with the story okay and and Brad Brad Pitt Pitt. well like I like him I really really do like him but it's just uh. did you think he was just going through the motions yeah I don't know. Yeah, that his heart wasn't. I did think yeah. now he was good in it, and I it's thought they like, well It's kind of like that theory from Friends. Like, if there's no <laughs> chemistry on the film, there's probably chemistry. <laughs> that's probably off really the film. Oh, don't, you're not starting those rumors again. No, that was not happening between them. Yes. No, it wasn't. They would be a great we couple. To, Sorry, yeah, Angie. We will get sued. <laughs> if anyone's actually listening yeah. in, that's in the big studios, they say, "No, how dare they spend those rumors?" Ah. Uh, I would. I actually see, now that you mention it, I do see your point, and I agree that I didn't feel connected to them as yeah. a couple. It wasn't a tragedy. Oh my God, why is this? They're having to go through this turmoil or whatever. Though I was finding myself thinking, what would you do in his position? 
if he's told his wife might be a spy, obviously he's outraged and demanding that can't be true. But what does he do with her? Like he can't tell yeah. her because he'd get in trouble I don't and know so on. I think I don't know how he would react but I'd say now this is being very stereotypical but if it was a woman I can imagine because women are great stalkers and great detectives women find out everything I can imagine <laughs> if it was the other way around for example if Mr. Marina Gorski was a spy or whatever I'd be like son of a bitch you know what I am going to find out and if he's lying that little fucker I'm going, you know what I mean like that that's how I would see it as a woman I think the way he reacted was very soft. And, uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, I was thinking in terms of... If it of, was a woman, it would have been great. But if, if I was thinking oh, that if, if he then finds out that she hasn't betrayed... Let's say she finds that he finds out in, in a situation and the man finds out, no, she wasn't a traitor or whatever. And, she, and then he reveals to her that he was checking her out mm. all the time. Is she going to forgive him? Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. So the soon-to-be Mr. Ex-Marina Gorski, given what you've just said about him, what did, if he had done that to you, was checking you out to find out if you were a spy and then... I'd be really mad. Really? It's fine. Right, there we go. That's, <laughs> like, that's fine. Answer, that's my question. That's what's my What's wrong? Nothing. Question. I just okay. think it's funny how you... But, <laughs> Well, you said there about how... A you literally don't even care what I'm saying. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you float that all out there and, and it's all the airs yeah. out now. But <laughs> <laughs> what you had said there about how the, a woman would go through the full investigation and all that, Brad Pitt does do that and, and to a certain extent, does check her out himself, yeah, I think... which I thought was also ridiculous. Yeah. And he got a plane and went to... Yeah. The utterly stupid yeah. but what was really funny and I didn't really spot it at first it was just like someone else I saw a comment on IMDB pointed out he goes to these people to try and identify his wife and shows them photographs that he's ripped from his wedding album apart from the fact that she's not going to notice he's taken them out of the wedding album and torn them in half both people he showed the photograph to couldn't see it yeah and so he was frustrated over that but why not just describe her by the very simple basis of Marianne Cotillard has, a, I don't know what you call it, a sort of spot on the top of her forehead. Like it's not a wart or anything like that. No, she just, just has like a mark. A, 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 a birth Birthmark mark or something like that. Of, yeah. yeah, That is very distinctive. And that's all you needed to say. And instead he goes through all this crap of describing her hair or something like this and showing them the photograph. He doesn't actually describe her to them, which they could just easily yeah. identify her. So there was that it lost all credibility with all that to me. So it ruined the film. So to me, it was a very good film at times, a very good idea that if they had just been tweeted if, slightly. Instead of if it was the other way around, if it was Marion Cotillard. Checking on him. Checking on, that would have been brilliant. Now, they could have yeah. played a lot with the whole women stereotype and it could be a bit of a. Or then it might be it wouldn't have been the same. Well, yeah, I, I, no, I, I would have been interested have, in it. Yeah, it, I'd say it would be a tiny bit better. <laughs> oh, and, it no, still, and it could still be about her because she still would be yes, a strong character. She would be the main one investigating. Yeah. No, I'd say it would be a very interesting film, but yeah. it's less emotionally dramatic if she's despised. I didn't feel that. I didn't oh, feel no, emotionally, no, I'm talking about like, the aims. No, oh, I didn't right, feel that right, either right, at all. Right. And the whole tragedy of is she, isn't she? And how will this ruin their lives because they have a child together and yeah. all this sort of thing. Um, what did you think of how it evoked the period? Did it feel like the 1940s to you? It did, did it but CGI? it feels very exaggerated as well. Because, mm. like, no, and I don't mean about the period or anything, but even throughout the story, the fact that they had... <laughs> I even commented this when the film was on, um, when she was having the baby and just 
all the nurses just stopped and watched the miracle of life in the middle of war while other people around them were also dying but just all the nurses <laughs> just gather around to see the baby being like what the fuck no that was that just was... ludicrous yeah. as well because she gives birth in the middle of an air raid out in the open yeah like they wheel her outside of the hospital because and you see bombs exploding all around like they really I don't know part of me felt are they actually doing this to be deliberately ridiculous because they have this hugely dramatic scene of she's giving birth while there's an air raid going on there's explosions the plane flies over there searchlights going all over the place and similarly when they got together in the first place in the desert in the car yeah and a sandstorm blows up working against the car that was unsubtle no but I think that was my favourite scene when they were having sex in the car I just thought it was very well shot that scene (laughs) and everything was just no because it was beautiful the whole beiginess of the scene and yeah. the sandstorm around the car and they just suddenly did it. I, no, I just thought that that scene was very, very nice. But the rest was a bit mad. Even when the plane is coming down and then the next day they have a picnic next to the scraps of the plane that yeah. fell down. I just thought everything was just very exaggerated. And well, they were emphasising there's a war on. Yeah, but the fact that they had a picnic next to the plane that I'm sure they did. That that sort of thing would have happened at the time because it was happening so often, maybe. Eh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. But regarding the period thing, um, I didn't really pay attention to that. I think it did. I think actually the Marianne Cotillard's clothes, her costumes throughout the film were beautiful. Okay. I think every bit of clothing she had on was very eye-catching and just really well made and I just thought it was very nice and I think that was what reflected the period for me more than what the actual settings and stuff I don't know I don't know well I and the cars maybe the cars yeah well no I thought the locations looked now it could have been but I don't think it was CGI it didn't feel like CGI this is what I'm saying I would compare it to um, Fantastic Beasts last week and that was set in the 20s or 30s. I can't even remember now. But it felt artificial. It felt mm. like it felt too clean and a perfect idealized view of what that time was like. This felt like a good recreation of the 1940s to me. Um, it did feel like this is a studio. These are sets. Now, again, it could have been filled. It could be CGI. But I was I was caught up in it. Um, and I mean, I always look for that in these type of films that they will bring me into the period and I felt this one did it very well so and now it's time for Marina's annoying character yay <laughs> <laughs> yay well please have an annoying character this week <laughs> just so we can justify that that was worth it brilliant Charlotte well yeah Brad Pitt okay the character not just this are you not well yeah the character because it's just and not only him but your man that is also mad about the whole situation the his boss not his boss the other guy that's when they go into the dark room and he says your wife is a spy bah, bah, bah. oh the nasty just, guy yeah, oh yeah. he was really annoying oh he was annoying me as well yeah. because he was just so cliched and yeah. stupid and uh, he was meant to be this really oily, nasty, yeah. mean-spirited guy. Yes. So. so I didn't like him. He looked like he hadn't had sex since he was born or so. No happiness in his life whatsoever. So okay. he was m- more annoying than There's Brad Pitt's There's a consistent theme running through your review here, Marina. Sex. Yes. Anyway, 
Yes. You didn't like Brad Pitt. You didn't like the character and you didn't like... Yeah, I just thought he was... Like, the character was bland as well. He looked uh, more like a side character, like a... I suppose he was. And you think, like, he is just a ordinary hero. Well, not even... Like, he's just an ordinary person. There's no specific characteristic to him. He's a foil to her. Yeah. She's the one with any depth. So I would say that, but so that's probably why they needed someone like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Given some charisma or something like the that. The only part, actually, I want to comment, and this is coming back to the whole thrilling bit and the whole connection or whatever. Um, I didn't like the fact that all the scenes where, you know, because Brad Pitt left the message next to the bed. Mm-hmm. I really felt like that was the more thrilling part because she used to kept going by it and not actually look directly at the message that he yeah. wrote down. I was like, well, she's not looking. So is she or is she not? Yes. The spy. So I thought that was a very good part as well. And what did you think of the build up to the phone call? Uh, like it's basically he's waiting for a phone call that is he knows the time it's going to come and it's a phone call to to uh, tell him to give him the message the one you're talking about and to have the whole thing of he's lying in bed and the phone is the shot shows like this is where your you yeah. cinematographer will come into it shot shows him in the bed the way it's framed is him in the bed on the right of the scene phone in the middle and very prominently in the middle I'd say it was an extra big phone even yeah. and Cudiar there in the bathroom getting ready for bed so all three are in the same shot yeah. and you know the phone is going to ring any minute and the noise of the clock is exaggerated. I thought that was too much. Yeah. Ultimately, it just felt, yes, we they re- know. Yeah, they really want to make you, they were trying too hard to make you nervous. or whatever. Yeah. That's what I think. I think the whole film is just without emotion at all and you felt so detached to the film that at some points they try to bring you back in. Yeah. Maybe they knew that. And They're at manufacturing some points, detention yeah. rather than let it come out of the scene itself, yeah. which you should have done. Like even just the phone. The noise of the, of the clock was just too much. We get the point. We know what's going on here. Yeah. And it should have just been, it would have been much more dramatic if everything was quiet. It was just simply there. And if Brad Pitt wasn't looking nervous, if he was reading a book or something like that, she's in. So therefore we will provide detention. So yeah, there was a lot of contrivances like that. Yeah. So what would you give it out of 10? Oh, I'd give it a 6. Okay. Well, that's matching pretty much to my 3. I'm giving it 3 because I, I liked it. 3 stars. 3 stars. 3 out of 5. Of course. So I still just can't get over the fact that you just suddenly wanted to use stars and score the film. That was because you were constantly at me about not giving a score and then calling me pretentious and above myself by not giving a score. Then when I start giving you a score, I can't believe you're giving me a score now. Make him a woman. I'm never Never happy. happy. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll wrap it up there. Um, Our next episode is... Could you wait till after we're finished? No, I couldn't. You've been holding that in this entire episode. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, our next exciting episode we'll have a lot of yawning like that because we're going to be doing a late one late recording oh yes yes and yeah. because our next feature is on Rogue One which we are seeing Woo-hoo. at a midnight screen what the hell is that it's a canteen song from Star Wars oh of course it is sorry I was thinking of the team no, I thought you were going Although to this dead. movie doesn't have to do with Star Wars, as they say, it's a it's a separate story. It's a standalone. But Star yeah, Wars yeah, film. yeah. But we're seeing it anyway in the lighthouse, a special midnight screening, 
and we are hoping to report directly after seeing it and have the podcast up with our reaction and our experience of meeting the Star Wars fans that are going to be there. Mick's going to go dressed up. Yeah, <laughs> as Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. OK, on that note, <laughs> so join us for the next exciting edition of Spoilerama from the Lighthouse Cinema on Rogue One. Thank Woo. you.